Hey guys, it's Brian. So, confession time. I am obsessed with positioning, but people just don't talk about it enough because I don't believe that people understand it. Yet, it's the single biggest factor that determines whether your business is going to succeed or fail. So I'm going to make it really simple for you. If you think about it, it is just a fancy word for does the business model make sense? And that's what we're going to talk about. Today, we're going to cover why bad positioning can wreck your business and how it stays hidden in the business, how you can tell if your positioning is good or bad, and what are the steps you do to fix it. So for context, I specialized in positioning when I was consulting. We would spend months just working on a positioning either before we built the business or we, if the business wasn't working out, we would actually reposition the business itself so that it could take off. Uh, so you'll get tips that, uh, from what we actually did working with the biggest and most complex companies. So let's get into it. I'll give you a quick story on it to give you some background. So back in 2019, CEO of a billion dollar bank called us kind of frustrated, mainly because his, perform- his promotion was on the line. He promised he'd make the company $300 million and it just wasn't happening. He had one year to turn it around. And this bank, for context, was, one of, it was owned by one of the biggest banks in the world. And so his promotion was from the, the, the current bank to the, the parent bank. And so really, if he hits that $300 million target, um, he gets a chance at this once-in-a-lifetime promotion. And if he doesn't, he misses a shot. There's only one CEO role, right? So anyway... Uh, what he decided to do is risk it on building all these new products and say, hey, these new products are going to take us to a $300 million marker. And what happened? It wasn't working out. And so frustrated, he calls us and says, hey, can you help us get this business? Can you get my business to actually work? And so we set foot in the boardroom, listed out their products and looked and found this big problem. The positioning didn't make sense. And so we just revamped it, right? We, did, we held a bunch of workshops with their executives, um, fixed their positioning, relaunched the products, and it worked. You, you, today, you would recognize him from his TV appearances because he got the promotion, he got the CEO role. We hit the target. But okay, cool, cool story, Brian. Who cares, right? You're not a billion-dollar business. So, so what? Now, positioning... completely, right? Positioning is just making sure the business model makes sense, right? Sure, we would have a much more complex version for a billion dollar business than a startup or a small business, but the concept's the same. It comes down to three simple questions about your product or service. Question one, who is your customer? Question two, what is their pain? And question three, how do you solve that pain better than anyone? Your positioning is the intersection of those three things. Get it wrong and customers don't feel that your business is for them. Get it right and you'll have customers lining up to buy because they really feel it resonates with them. So so let's get into it. How can you tell if you have bad positioning? The reason that most business owners don't understand if they have good positioning is because you really only see the symptoms of positioning itself. Here's an example. Are customers leaving your business too quickly? People tend to think, well, maybe it's an onboarding problem, people will say, right? Uh, Is your landing page not converting people? Well, business owners might think it's a copywriting issue, right? Is your ad not selling, right? Well, you look at it and go, maybe it's something wrong with the visual, right? You see where I'm going with this? Because sometimes it's true. Sometimes it is the visual. Sometimes it is the copywriting. Sometimes it is an onboarding problem. 
But sometimes it's also a deeply rooted business model problem where customers look at all these things and don't feel it resonates for them, right? So in this case, you need to fix your positioning. And positioning is just the foundation of sales and marketing. Bad positioning, bad sales and marketing. Get the foundation wrong and everything you do has friction. So bad positioning means that customers will not value your business as much as you need them to. You want them to quickly be able to see. You want customers to see right away what makes you so valuable to value the problem. The better your positioning, the better that your customers will value your business, the higher, right? And when in their head, they value your business much higher, that means you can charge more money. You get customers faster and they'll stay around for longer. Sounds like a dream, right? So anyway, how do you know if you have bad positioning, right? Because all those symptoms I just told you about, they... Uh, they hide and it stays kind of hidden. So what do you do? Here's my own test, right? First thing you do is I'll, I'll ask, I'll say, okay, is your solution the best option to solve a specific pain for a specific person? If I ask that question, I can't easily answer it. Then the customers can't easily answer it either. And when they can't see it, uh, they get, you get bad positioning, right? So uh, symptoms of bad positioning look like uh, customers take way too long to buy, right? They pressure you too much on price. Uh, the customers leave too fast. They misexplain what makes you so special, right? And all of this means that they do not understand how valuable your offer is. And so if I can't quickly understand what makes you so special for a specific problem and specific person, and you get a problem attraction, right? People aren't signing up on your landing page. People aren't buying, that kind of stuff. Then I assume it's a positioning problem. So, okay, look at your business and say, if you think that your, your positioning needs work, what can you do to fix it, right? Well, let's go back to the core three questions that positioning is. Who's the customer? What's their pain? How do you solve that pain better than anyone, right? And so I'll walk you through. Let's walk you through how you, how you answer each of those three questions now because your positioning is the intersection of those three things. Okay, step one, who's your customer, right? Businesses exist to solve customer problems. I'll say it again. Businesses exist to solve customer problems, right? This, what we're talking about now, is that customer. And so we need to deeply understand who the person is and what they need because the deeper we can understand uh, what their frustrations are, what their needs are, the better that we can serve those customers. So uh, here's a few questions to start getting you thinking about which of your customers, say you have a bunch of different customers, which ones are the ones that you should narrow your focus on? So things like who loves your product or service the most? Do you have one specific type or look at your revenue? Do you have one specific type of customer that, that uh, gives you most of your revenue? Who uh, does someone get excited and recommend does a specific customer type recommend you more to your friends or more to their friends? And so for context, typically you'll break out customers by who they are. Uh, industry, company size, geography. Uh, if you're B2C, if you're targeting people rather than businesses, you can use customer avatars. So uh, age, occupation, um, like personality traits, goals, that kind of stuff. Um, and so the winner in business is the person who can understand the target customer better than anyone. Right? But more specifically, moving to question two is not just understanding who the customer is, but what their pain is, right? Your business exists to solve a specific pain. And so how do you do that? How do you figure out what their pain is? Well, we got to talk to customers, right? Uh, 
Um, and the, the problem with talking to customers is customers can tend to mislead you when they respond to your questions, right? Because they don't want to make you feel bad. They might not even know the answer for themselves. And so they may mislead you. And so you have to phrase questions in a certain way that um, helps them, be- to, to help, gets you to understand their problem, right? So uh, a little side tangent here. There's a book I really like called The Mom Test. And it's called the mom test because imagine you're, you're, you have a, you're launching your business and you go to your mom and you say, hey, mom, I got this idea for business. It doesn't matter if, the, if it's the worst business idea in the world, your mom will say, that's great, honey. Like, you go because she's your biggest supporter. And so the, the way we have to phrase questions is in a certain way that even your mom will give you the insights that you actually need and not just yes you. And so here's a few examples of questions. Um, What's the hardest thing? Question one, what's the hardest thing about, and then fill in the blank on what your problem is. Question two, tell me about the last time you encountered this problem. Three, why was that problem so hard? Four, what, if anything, have you done to solve the problem? Five, what don't you love about the solutions you've tried in the past? These questions get at the heart of the pain, and the business understands this will... will, um, understand customer pain better than anyone, and, and, and that's when your business is successful. Uh, for context, I stole those questions from Y Combinator, um, and I'll have the link in the description. Okay, last part of positioning, step three. How do you solve that pain better than anyone? Right. So the goal here is to take a, your deep understanding of the, your specific customer's pain and align them to your strengths. Uh, this way, nobody can take care of customer as well as you can. So things to think about. One, when customers are talking about you uh, or when you're talking to customers, what is it that they love about you? Is there a pattern that you're detecting across different, different customer conversations? Uh, what are things that you do 10x better than their alternatives right, or competitors? What do you do differently than your competitors? Right? And so if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Brian, I don't know what makes me special. Brian, I don't know what makes me stand out. Right? Um, one way that you can make it very easy is remember these are three levers of positioning specific customer specific pain and how you win you can if you narrow down the target customer or you narrow down the pain you know what also narrows down your competition right if the more and more specific you are with your person or the more and more specific you are with your pain the fewer people are targeting that specific person, that specific pain, makes it much easier to stand out and much easier to win. Okay. Anyway, so if you do this positioning right, customers will see you as more valuable. The more valuable they see you as, the easier it gets to sell, the more excited they are to stay, the more they recommend you to others. And that's when you really start to grow your business. And more specifically, that's why I'm obsessed with positioning. Anyway, Uh, Hope that was helpful. Please respond with any questions and I'll see you next Thursday.